Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. And with us right now, we've got Jason Hartman. Jason, you're the founder and CEO of jasonhartman.com. Uh, good, good, good personal branding. And of <laughs> yeah. course, Hartman Media as well. Thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure, Josh. Good to be here. So Jason, your background, um, and you've done a lot of work in real estate, and you've become a very well-known podcaster in this space as well. Yeah. Um, can you kind of talk about your story and kind of how you got into that position? Sure. Well, you know, I'm in the world that you're in. You help a lot of clients do some of the things that I've done the hard way and wasted a lot of money on over the years. So it's nice to see services like you have cropping up to help people and fill in the void here. I was always, when I was back in the world of traditional real estate many years ago, people were always amazed at how I did such a good job of branding myself before anyone ever used that term. Um, you know, this was before the era of social media, really before the internet. Um, and uh, uh, so I did publish a book on that back in 1999 called Become the Brand of Choice. So that was 20 years ago now. And uh, then I sold my real estate company to Coldwell Banker back in 2005. I got into the business of helping investors buy properties nationwide. Hmm. About a year into that business, give or take, Josh, maybe year and a half or two years even, um, I discovered the world of podcasting. <laughs> I heard Leo Laporte, the tech guy on the radio, yeah. when I was driving through Newport Beach one day, Newport Beach, California, and I was intrigued by the, the idea of podcasting. So I checked it out. I hired a consultant to help me get started. And I started my podcast back in the days when no one knew what a podcast was. Oh. And um, had a very good ride with that. And uh, fast forward many years, I've got a whole podcasting company now, and uh, we've published over 5,000 interviews, uh, had many, many famous guests on my shows, and have listeners in 189 countries worldwide. So almost every country on earth is listening. <laughs> so, I, you know, for a while, it was 165 countries, and then I checked again, and it's up to 189 countries. So, uh, who's unfortunately, left? we don't have any audience in North Korea or Cuba. Oh. So we oh. got to add them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they well they've eased up the borders now, so hopefully that's going to happen for yeah. you in 2020. You never know. You never <laughs> know. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Kim Jong Un will start listening to my show. <laughs> so um so uh why content today? Why do you think content just absolutely rules given where uh consumers given where business owners are? Yeah, I, you know, I think we have no choice. It's a crowded marketplace. Mm -hmm. In every industry, it is very crowded. Everybody's out there. There's a lot of people. There's the number of industries haven't expanded that much. And being able to differentiate oneself um, for their, their narrow niche, their long tail, if you will, in, in specifically what they do, and also differentiate themselves from their competition, very mm. important. Um, people want content, content builds brands. Brands are a form of shorthand uh, that help people make up their mind. Mm. 
In the old days, uh, you know, just a, maybe an example would help. If someone had an ailment, they would walk into the pharmacy in the old days. They would ask the pharmacist for a recommendation, right? And they would maybe buy that medicine to help them feel better. Mm. But nowadays, most consumers make up their mind before they need the product or service, okay? And that's why branding is so important because having a brand, whether it be a product brand or a personal brand, is a form of shorthand. It helps the consumer decide quickly and in advance. Um, you know, we all know that the next time we have a headache, we can, you know, reach for a, a bare aspirin, right? Or we know the brands out there. We already know them. We don't, we don't need a recommendation anymore um, because advertisers uh, and marketers have figured out that they need to plant that seed beforehand. Uh, I interviewed Harvey McKay on one of my podcasts once, mm -hmm. and he's the guy who wrote all those books with the funny titles, you know, how to swim with the sharks without being yeah. eaten alive. Beware of the naked man who offers you the shirt off his back. <laughs> um, uh, and one of his, well, my favorite book titles is dig your well before you're thirsty, dig your well before you're thirsty. So that's what big companies have done, right? They, they do this, but we as small entrepreneurs need to do this too. And uh, when I started in the world of podcasting, I would just give, give, give. I would just give away free content. I would share my knowledge freely. Uh, and I just had the feeling that it would invoke that old biblical law of, the, hmm. of tenfold returns, right? Or if you just give, 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 it'll come back to you. And uh, it, you know, if you if you don't want to use the biblical law, it's the law of cause and effect, right? Uh, whatever yeah. it is. And uh, so just putting good things out there, good knowledge, good information out there to consumers, being a consumer advocate uh, and really positioning uh, myself as an advocate for the consumer. In my case, the consumer is a real estate investor or an investor of any kind and um, uh, just helping them make decisions. Many of them became clients of my real estate firm. And, uh, you know, it's been a great ride ever since. So of all the different ways that a new business owner could really focus on content, I mean, I think your, you know, your biggest options are going to be, you know, look, I'm just going to do an all out social media play. I'm not going to worry about anything else. And I'm just going to be a big shot on LinkedIn or Facebook or Twitter right. or wherever it may be. That could be one option. You could also choose a plot, like a, a video platform like YouTube, mm -hmm. uh, which, and again, I would hope that we're everything we're talking about right now, you, you would, you would repurpose what you're doing and you would try to be, uh, you know, maybe in a couple of different places by doing right. one thing and then reusing what you've already invested I, in. Jason, you and I have talked about that. By, by the way, that's a great point. You know, if you can, if you can create the content once and repurpose it many different ways, yeah. That is very efficient and a very good idea. Yeah, it, it's, uh, you know, and you and I were talking before this call, we were talking about, you know, just how much as, as, as the founder of an organization, as a CEO, as the leader of, of, of an organization, you're dispensing a lot of, and we'll call it thought leadership. I know some people are uncomfortable with that term, but, you know, you're teaching a lot of valuable stuff mm -hmm. throughout the day. So you're, let's say you're having a conversation with a partner, uh, you're doing an interview with someone, you're being interviewed. Why not take that content or find a way to capture that in some way and 
you know, and, and repurpose that for uh, an audience who are like, oh my gosh, I would love to be a fly on the wall while Jason Hartman is dispensing some, you know, wisdom uh, about some of his uh, most difficult real estate transactions. Right. Uh, So we shouldn't be siloing uh, our, uh, all the work that we're doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No question about it. And the best, the best way to do that is to use video because video can be repurposed so many ways. First off, you create the video, you stick it on YouTube and the other video platforms. Yeah. Uh, then uh, you can t- take and, and rip the audio track from it, use it as a podcast. Yeah. Uh, and then you can have that transcribed and it's a blog post, essentially, right? Or it's an ebook. Uh, there are many different ways to do that. And there are a lot of automated services that make that pretty easy to do nowadays that kind of automate those processes, uh, SaaS software products, et cetera, uh, that, that help you do that. Um, it, but then you can cut the content up into yeah. small slices mm-hmm. and, and do it that way. Um, I think you were the one actually that told me about the headliner app. Um, before. Yeah. So, yeah. so for headline, you know, and I'll tell you, that's just, kind of a we're cool geek out on podcasting yeah. here for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So we've been doing a lot of testing on what could we possibly share on social mm-hmm. that will actually benefit our end user the best, get the most engagement, get them off of there, get them listening to the other content. And mm-hmm. I have found consistently that video, like doing your doing yep. your interviews on Zoom capturing that video sharing 30 to 60 second right. video snips of the conversation yep. outperforms headliner like if it's just mm-hmm. like the little waveform and the cover right. art yeah i don't think those really do very well like i don't yeah. see social media as a very audio centric I, I agree with you it audio does not work well for social media however I do like the audio medium the best. Personally, oh gosh, as a yes, consumer for consuming of content, content, yes. Yeah, because it's portable. You know, I can, I can listen while I'm walking the dog at the grocery store, in the car, whatever, working out, doesn't matter. Um, and so, so that's great. Video, I, there are people that just kill it with video. Yeah. And for social media, you do need to have a video. It's, it's much better. Yeah. And those short clips are, are very powerful. I, I yeah. completely agree. So, uh, Jason, um, I was going to say, um, you know, there's also, I guess, you know, printed content, which, again, if we're repurposing. So, right. if, if you are at the – here's my advice. I'd love your take on this. Mm-hmm. So, if you're at the point with your content where you could pretty much turn on a camera and you can probably freewheel it for about 5, 10 minutes mm-hmm. and teach, 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 teach. Right. Well, that's a blog post right there. You know, of have someone transcribe is, yeah. it, yeah. kind of clean it up a little bit. And right. I mean, that would be another way, right? Because I, I, you know, yeah. I know Google really loves that written content. And mm-hmm. They're starting yeah. to get smarter about indexing audio. And, and they are. That's going to be great for me when that yeah. happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been waiting for a long time. <laughs> yeah. So talk about the business of Hartman Media then. Um, so obviously, you know, you have a farming approach to growing your business where mm-hmm. you're just planting seeds. People are really getting to build a relationship with you. And then what happens? I mean, well, ultimately, you would hope then that a percentage of those people would do what with you? Well, when, when you become that thought leader, that trusted source, uh, then people will come to you. They will seek you out. Uh, they want that that brand, that person that they know, like, and trust, and uh, and and they, they view as an expert. 
And, um, and remember, there's, you know, there's two kinds of trust, right? There's, there's, do I trust you? Are you not a crook? Right? But there's also competence trust. Um, You know, one attorney that I work with, I mean, you know, I trust the guy, I just don't think he's very competent. Okay. Uh, And so, you know, he, he reaches that Peter principle pretty quickly, a level of incompetence is that famous book and concept called the Peter principle. Yeah. Uh, So, so it's two types of trust that you need to engender in your audience. Right. Uh, And, um, and they, they will seek you out. They will come to you. And see, the thing is in the old days when content wasn't scalable, like it is today, you couldn't play the game the way we do it now Mm. because you would have to go. Well, the only way you could do it is really uh, as a, a, like a radio or TV talk show host yeah. or a, uh, a speaker. And if you had access to the stages, you could influence people. But for normal people, you couldn't do that because there weren't that many media outlets for radio and TV, right? Uh, there were much fewer, and now, now there's tons of them, right? Because everybody's a, their own media station nowadays, <laughs> right? Um, and, uh, and, and, you know, there weren't that many stages either, right? There's still a pretty limited number of stages. So you would have to basically, that would boil down to a sales presentation. It's usually one-on-one, okay? And content marketing wasn't efficient for in the old days, but now it's become efficient, and that's why it's worth doing now. It's worth giving, 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 and you'll give a lot. And, you know, you, at first you'll just feel like you're just giving, giving, and nothing's coming back. Yeah. But you got to stick with it long enough for it to work. You know, so the I, saddest thing, Josh, yeah. is to see people just give up too early. Uh, I agreed. Um, and so, Jason, how do you make your money then? What's your business? Uh, well, in, in the real estate uh, uh, business, basically clients. You know, we essentially are a referral network, uh, kind of a, a blend of a referral network and a brokerage firm. Hmm. And people come and buy properties through our network and we get paid referral fees on those deals. And, uh, you know, it's great. We help uh, clients build uh, portfolios of single family homes in different markets that we that we uh, check out and, and recommend uh, to them. And, and we provide them with properties they can actually buy. So it's not that typical kind of BS guru model where you're just selling information products, which isn't always BS. But I, I'm saying that in our business, we're connected more to the outcome because we actually have to provide properties that meet the criteria we're preaching about. So that's, that's hard. You know, that's a, that's a whole nother layer of complexity. Yeah. Uh, but we do that. And because I have a background in the traditional side of real estate for so long before this, I, I understand that pretty well. You know, think about the evolution of where consumers have been uh, leading uh, businesses to, and we're all consumers, by the way. So if you sell B2B, B2G, right. B2B, whatever, we're all yeah. consumers. Yeah. Um, but think about this, where I think in the olden days, as a business owner, you really needed to be your company's best salesperson. Mm-hmm. And it was always be closing, you know, to always be selling. Yep. But ABC, today, always be closing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A, always B, B, C, yeah. closing. <laughs> <laughs> First prize, Cadillac Eldorado. <laughs> uh, yeah, or, or, or that uh, movie about the sleazy guys in the boiler room, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, it's that. real. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's sales, uh, you know, but it's interesting. I don't, you're a successful business owner. I don't really see you as a high pressure salesperson. I see you as more of an evangelist. Yeah, and definitely, how, definitely. 
wonderful is it that when you wake up in the morning, you think about what am I going to do today? I get to give more value to people. I get right. to help people's problems. And if they like me and they like the products and services we've set up, well, then they can give me money. Sure. Uh, but I don't even have to worry about that because I've planted so many seeds. There's right. just this natural, you know, uh, marketing process that just happens where you don't have to work on more and more like magnetic copy. Right. And, and I, you know, I know that there's this side of, you know, the marketing world that's, you right. know, just, you know, you're the, one the Dan Kennedy and, side. Right. Oh, say that yeah. again. Yeah. Like the Dan Kennedy side, right? Yeah, and, sure. And, and that stuff, you know, that stuff, I believe it definitely works. Mm -hmm. It's just not my style. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I think that the days of selling um, are somewhat uh, gone. Um, the days of marketing uh, and specifically content marketing, like the stuff both you and I are teaching here, are, are definitely with us to stay. That's like the next evolution of it. Because if you think about it, the concept of selling, you know, and I remember when I was, uh, you know, 19 years old and I went to a Tom Hopkins seminar. And, you know, nothing bad about Tom Hopkins. He was great in his day. It's just a different era, that's all. And, um, you know, a lot of the, the selling concept is manipulative. It, in, it involves a consumer that doesn't have as much information as the salesperson does. Mm -hmm. And so the salesperson was in a position where they would manipulate that consumer who was at a uh, disadvantage because they didn't have as much information. Nowadays, though, the consumer is empowered with information. And so instead of fighting that trend, like occasionally I know everybody listening in their life runs into one of these old-fashioned salespeople, right? Maybe they're trying to sell you a car or a water filter or whatever else, right? Yeah. And, you know, they're, they're kind of like manipulative and, and they're spouting out a bunch of information and they sort of act like we can't cross-check what they're saying. <laughs> you know, we can just go and type in and do a search yeah. and, and, and verify that. Now, granted, everything you read online is certainly not true either, okay? But, you know, if you read it in enough places and you use your common sense, you can get some ideas to what's true and what's not true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, make sure you trust the source, you know, make sure when you're reading something, it's not just a competitor bashing them, right? Because... You know, like Yelp, if you look at Yelp reviews, you know, all the negative ones are basically written by people's competitors. All the super positive ones are written by themselves. Mm -hmm. What's in the middle is probably what's right. more accurate, yeah. right? So yeah. you need to use common sense, obviously, right? Yeah. But I um, always look for the two, three, and four-star reviews first. Yeah. <laughs> good, and I figure these, these people are probably a little bit more objective. Like, yeah, they may probably have had a, a negative experience yeah. in yeah. something, but, you know, they're still not going to... And and they and they didn't do it necessarily in the heat of anger either, yes, right? right? You know, right. because if you had a bad experience at a restaurant, you're just oh, yeah. mad. Um, <laughs> you know, then you, you know might write that one star review, right? Uh, yeah. But 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 the point being that um, you know we shouldn't fight the trend. We should empower the consumer with more information, right? That's why I love content marketing because when the consumer is more empowered, it actually makes our job easier. Yeah. Okay. My investment counselors in my real estate company, you know, they need to be knowledgeable, but they don't need to be uh, more knowledgeable than the consumer, right? The consumer can actually have the greater amount of knowledge and 
what you find is that consumer is much easier to work with if they're empowered and knowledgeable. Oh, yeah. Um, whereas the old style of sales is the opposite of that. Yeah. And so uh, that's why I really think content marketing is, is a, great, a, a great thing. So Jason, I'm on your website right now, jasonhartman.com, and it's H-A-R-T-M-A-N.com. And I clicked on about, and then I see that either you spend a lot of time at Madame Tussauds, or you actually have met a <laughs> that, lot of celebrities. That? That's the wax museum, right? <laughs> yeah, right. That, well, that's an easy way to knock these out. Uh, so I see Jerry Seinfeld, Richard Branson, Tony yeah. Robbins, Steve yeah. Forbes, Zig Ziglar, Brittany, Steve Aoki. I mean, you've got Ringo Starr. You actually have a photo of you and a Beatle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll tell you how I got, you know, yeah. they, I got all those photos differently, okay? Oh, None yeah. of them are wax. They're all the real people. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, basically, um, you know, uh, like Richard Branson, I met through a mastermind group I'm involved in uh, with a bunch of friends. I went to Necker Island, his private island, a couple of times. Jeez. And um, uh, I did that over the course of a couple of years. I went there twice. And, um, uh, you know, uh, Jerry Seinfeld, I basically bought a uh, meeting with Jerry Seinfeld at a charity auction. Oh, my so, gosh. you know, I, I'll donate to charity and you get to hang out with a celebrity. And so, yeah. you know, that's just kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I, I figured, you know, I was kind of, I guess, unconsciously almost sort of collecting celebrity photos. And I thought, you know, why? why am I not using this and putting mm. it on my website? Right. Mm -hmm. So I put those pictures up there and, um, and you know, it, it's, it's great. And so uh, you meet all these people very different ways. Right. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but those are some of the ways you can do it. Yeah. So, so you either get, you know, instant authority from people who really appreciate it, or at the very least, someone's going to say, well, I bet he has some really interesting stories of meeting right, all these folks. Right, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know that having a picture with Britney Spears gives me any sort of credibility. Maybe <laughs> it might lessen my credibility, actually. <laughs> but uh, hey, she's famous. You know, I'm not even into her music, but uh, I, got a, I got a photo op with her. So I'll take yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jason, what's, what's a great front door for people to kind of begin to engage. Uh, I would imagine your podcast would be great. What are some other things that, that people could kind of get to know Jason? Right, right. Well, you know, I've got a whole bunch of podcasts. So my my first one that I started many years ago was the Creating Wealth Show to, to teach investors yep. how to invest properly. And, you know, I had a lot of experience investing before that. And so I just share my experience, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And, um, uh, you know, but it, Overall, the upward trend is very positive uh, with it. And, um, and, and so I've got a podcast on a whole variety of subjects, uh, and people can find those all at hartmanmedia.com or just type my name, Jason Hartman, into any podcast platform. You'll see uh, my longevity and biohacking show, uh, my real estate financial shows, um, entrepreneurship shows, and, uh, and just a whole, whole bunch of that. I, I love interviewing people and learning from them. And so uh, I might as well record that interview and share it with the world. And so, uh, you know, it just increases the knowledge base of all of us. So, yeah, excellent. Yeah. Well, Jason, thank you so much. Again, the Creating Wealth Show, certainly kind of a good hub to everything that Jason is doing. Is it jasonhartman.com? Jason, thank you so much for joining us today. Hey, Josh, thank you. Happy investing to you and your audience. Thanks for listening to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. 
Now, if you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag UpMyInfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement.